1: This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning and welcome to worship here at the Salem Baptist Church. We invite you all to stand as we begin our worship experience. And as you know, we are so profoundly thankful and blessed that you have all decided to worship with us this morning, whether here in our sanctuary or those out in our virtual sanctuary. Amen. The scripture passage from this morning comes from Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5, and it reads as follows. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Let us pray together. Dear Lord, we thank you again for another opportunity to worship and magnify your most holy name. We thank you for your steadfast love and mercy. We thank you for your nonstop goodness. You are deserving of all of our praise, all of the glory, all of the honor. And so Lord, we lift our voices up to you this morning. We praise and magnify your name. We ask that you would bless this service and that it would be sweet communion to your ears. And we pray all these things in the matchless and most blessed name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Put your hands together and worship the Lord.
2: Come on, this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, it's a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord. For I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Come on, clap your hands this morning. To together, what a fellowship. What a fellowship. What a mind, oh, come on, we we'll lead. the ever the What a blessing. What a, what a peace. What a peace mind, leading the oh, Come on, what a fellowship. What a joy. What, what a joy Come on, what a blessing What a peace. peace We're leaning on on Jesus. We're leaning on Jesus. Jesus. Come on, Christ. Christ We're safe Safe and secure. We're leaning. leaning on Jesus. We say Christ, Christ my and we're leaning on him. Come on, we're leaning on Jesus Christ, Christ my and we're safe, safe and secure as you all along. We're, we're leaning on him. Come on, Christ. We're leaning on him. Clap on. your hands if you're excited to be in God's house this morning. Come on. us in the temple. Come on. Has the Lord been good to anybody in the room this morning. Come on, clap your hands with us. Come on, come on. If He's been good to you, come on. Can you testify this morning? Come on. Well, I'm a happy soul, I've got goodness in tow, I've got another day, I've got. A lot to say. He's been good. Come on, everybody. Let's say he's been good. He's been good. Come on, has a long been good, good to you? He's been good. Come on, he's been. He's been good. Come on, clap your hands, church, and let's say it together. Come on. Yeah. Hey. Well, I've got new life sublime. I've got my own right mind. I've got a light to shine for Jesus is mine. He's been good. Come on, He's been good to me. He's been good. The Lord has been so good. He's been good. Oh, say he's been good. he's been good. Come on, church, let's sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? You said, Come on. Can I hear from you? Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? He's been. Come on. He's been good. He's been good. And the Lord really, 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 really been he's good been to good. you? Oh, he's been good. He's been good. Come on, let's testify this morning. Come on. Hey. 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 Church saying, come on, say I can't hold it. has been, been good to me. Has been good to you? I. I can't hold it. God's been good. God's been good to me. I can't hold it. been good. Say I can't God's hold it. Good. God's been good to me. Say I can't hold I can't God's it. God's been, God's been good to me. Say I, I can't hold it. God's, God's, be me. God's, God's been good. God's Say I can't hold. It. 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 God 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 is good to me. God's, God's been good to me. Come on, you can't. You can't tell him. Let me tell him. God's good to me. Share your testimony. You can't tell him. Let me tell it. God's good to me. You can't tell him. You can't
3: tell him. Let me tell him. God's good to me. Say you
2: can't. You can't tell him. Let me tell him. God's good to me. He, he, Say, he's been, he's been good. Come on, has the Lord been good to you? Come on. I said, has the Lord been good to you? Hey, Duke, turn the choir up. Come on. Let's raise it in the room. I can't hold it. I can't hold it. has been good to me. Say, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. Say I can't hold it. I can't hold it. I can't hold it. God's been good to me. Say I can't hold it. God's been good to me. Say I can't hold it. God's been good to me. Say. He's been good to me. God's been. Pick me up, y'all. Turn me around. Place my feet on solid ground. God's been good to me. 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 He's been good. He's been good He's been good He's been good Come on, you all. Has he been good to you? I said has he been good to you? 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 Listen. Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? Y'all say, Come on. Can I get a witness? Can I hear? Can I get a? Can I hear? Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I hear from you? He's been good. He's been good. good. The Lord has been good to us. Come on. Come on, testify this morning. Come on, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that the Lord has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Come on, if he's been good to you, come on and testify with your praise. Come on said testify with your praise can i get a witness can i hear from you let's go come on can i get a witness can i hear from you can i get a witness can i hear can i get a witness can i hear He's been. He's been good. Say, he's been good. He's been good. Come on. He's been good. He's been good. He's been good. He's been
3: good.
2: Come on, one more time. Listen. I can't hold it. I can't. I can't hold it. God's been good to me. Say, I can't. God's been good to me. I can't hold it. God's been good to me. Hey, I can't hold it. God's been good to me. 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 Money, 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 money. god good to me. Money, 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 money. God's been good to me. 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 Everybody, tap your hands. Yes, sir. Come on, we got a testimony.
4: He's been good. He's been good. Come on, let's rejoice in the temple. Has he really been good to you? You ought to take about five seconds. Tell him thank you he's really been good to you, tell him thank you. If he's really, really, really been good, tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is prayer time. It is the time that we have the privilege and opportunity to go to the Lord in prayer, the opportunity and privilege to corporately go to him as a congregation, but as well to individually approach the very throne of grace, where we have a savior who hears and answers our prayers. We want to remember those who give leadership to our country, both on the national and local level, the Lord would give them wisdom, humility, and direction, as well as for those who are part of our congregation who have submitted their names and solicited our prayers Mother Juanita Cross, Sister Sadie Alley, Sister Sadie Cole, Sister Mary Ellen Jones. Sister Mary and Littlefield Freeman, Sister Tracy Kent, Sister Lucy Porter, Sister Vi Sledge, Sister Danita Webb, Brother Charles Bowles, Brother John Greer, Brother Augustus McNair, Brother Quentin Moore. And for those who are bereaved, going through moments of loss, we want to remember the family of Brother Terrell Edwards, as well, Sister Lynette Walker in the loss of her aunt Lavelle Hunley Williams in Talladega, Alabama. Mother Bobby Maxwell and Sister Thelma Williams in the loss of their nephew Ronald R. Williams. Sister Rashawn Scroggins in the loss of her cousin Whitney Nicole Vons. Uh, my family in the loss of my cousin Jerry Mosby in Memphis, Tennessee and Sister Gwen Watson and Sister Kena watson Berry, and the loss of their son and brother Bryce Watson. We know again that the Lord does hear and he does answer prayer. We're going to ask at this time that Deacon Adams would lead us in a corporate
5: Thanking you for the medication. We come calling on thy name all the more. In the name of Jesus. Praying that you will stretch forth thy, thy mighty loving and arms and, and heal as only you can. Please, sir, have mercy. We pray right now. Even those that breathe and lost loved ones, oh on God. We come praying that you will be the comfort keeper and grant uh, our comfort upon them as only you can. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. Amen. Even as you're seated, we thank God for the power and privilege of prayer. Salem, please remember all of your weekly opportunities for ministry, fellowship, discipleship, and worship. Uh, just a reminder, we are less than two weeks uh, fr- from our annual parking lot party on June 10th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. We want you to come and join us and uh, bring your family, your friends, your loved ones. We're going to have all kinds of activities for all kinds of ages. They even said that they're going to have a, a human foosball for the adults. And I will be in my office looking out the window... Rest assured, I will not be in that. Amen. I got insurance. I just don't want to use it. Amen. So we're inviting you to please come out. We have flyers as you exit worship that you can hand out to those uh, who are part of your uh, circle of influence. Uh, Before I forget, for those who are part of Youth Church, you may be dismissed at this time. Uh, Minister Whitaker and those who assist him are waiting on you presently for Youth Church. As well, for our parents and students, it's time again where we honor our students and their academic achievements. Pastors Honor Roll is quickly approaching. Uh, Please fill out uh, that application to let us know that you have achieved academically. And as well, we will be celebrating our graduates upcoming. Please get us that information and get it to us in time. Amen. In time. Can't be mad with us if you give it to us the day before. And the lights said, Amen. Please get us that information. Praise the Lord. This year we'll be having uh, Vacation Bible School in person. In person. In person this year. Amen. From July 10th through July 14th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, please. Prepare to come out. We have classes for all ages, and we need some volunteers. For someone who is looking for an extra star in your heavenly crown, please volunteer for Vacation Bible School. We need your assistance. We need your help. We need your presence. Our deacons will be in place on Saturday, June 3rd for communion drive through Those who need the elements, please, please, between noon and 2 p.m., They will be present, yet providing those communion elements for those who have not rejoined us in person in worship here at the Salem Baptist Church. Salem, it is giving time. Shining as lights in the world. The Apostle Paul reminds the Philippian Christians that they lived in the midst of an ugly and ungodly society. Our society can clearly be compared to what they were experiencing then. Paul reminded the Philippian church what to do in the midst of such a society in Philippians chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life. Jesus puts it another way in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. It is an honor to be given the privileged mission of shining as lights in the world. Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, points out that it is a special people who are chosen to live out and demonstrate the gospel in the world and lead people out of darkness into the Lord's marvelous light. And those who follow Jesus know that all should read and heed the word of the Lord. The challenge is how to get others to witness the Lord's word. The Apostle Paul suggests in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3, that you become a living expression of the word. Listen to what Paul says in the New International Version of the Bible. You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tables of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. You are to be a living letter, a living example of one walking in favor and the abundant life that Jesus promised. What you may ask, does this have to do with offering time? Your giving can also shine as a light in the world. You know that your faithfulness and stewardship blesses you, and these blessings will be apparent to others as well. One of the blessings promised to the tither in Malachi chapter 3, verse 12, is that others will observe that you are blessed favored and joyous. It says this in Malachi chapter 3, verse 12, then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. As you prepare to give on today, repeat this in your heart. It is a privilege to shine as lights in this dark world. Lord, I honor you in everything I do, especially now in my giving. Amen. Amen, amen. For those who are in the virtual sanctuary and our ministry partners all across the country, uh, there is the opportunity for you to give and to be faithful in the giving of your tithe and offering. You can give through our website at salembc.org. Through PayPal, GiveLify, Venmo, Cash App, and you can text to give at four zero two five four three 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 one six. As well, those who are in the sanctuary on today, as you exit worship, you have the privilege and opportunity to give. As you exit, persons will be in place to receive your tithe and your offering. We share this affirmation. It is an affirmation of what we believe about giving. Here at the Salem Baptist Church, we plant good seed in good soil, and we will receive God's prosperity for our lives. We plant good seed in good soil, and we will receive God's prosperity for our lives. You believe it? Put your hands together and praise the Lord. We want to take just a moment to see if there are those who are visiting with us, our guests on today. This is your first time in worship with us. If you are visiting from another city, another church, we're going to ask you to stand. Not going to ask you to say anything. We just want to recognize, Amen, our visitors on today. Amen. God bless you. We are so glad to have you in worship on today, and we pray and plead that this would not be your last time as you worship with us here at the Salem Baptist Church. You may be seated. We're going to ask our music and fine arts ministry to come at this time and lead us further in worship. Put your hands together in anticipation of what the Lord is going to do in our midst.
2: Grateful for God's goodness. It's no good thing that we've done. It's simply because He's been good to us that we are in this place today. But so can you just get that thing on your mind, that goodness of the Lord, and can you just give God thanks and praise for His goodness? Come on, where would I be if it had not been for the Lord's goodness? Resting over my life. Where would I be when I and when I think about how Ratchet I've been on some days of my life. Where would I be without the goodness of the Lord Jesus? Resting over my life. Come on. Can you give God praise because he's been that faithful to us? He's been faithful in a way that nobody else has been faithful to, to us. Come on and give him honor and give him praise for the Lord's goodness reign supreme in our lives no every day may not be like we want it to be but the Lord still is God and he still is sovereign and he is still good come on things may not turn out the way I thought they would turn out but the Lord's goodness is still reigning over my life the Lord is good come on and his mercy endures forever I said the Lord is good and his mercy and do it forever. Come on and give the Lord praise for his unwavering goodness. He is so faithful. He is so true. He is so kind. He is so wonderful. He is the prince of peace. He is the great I am. He is a mighty fortress. He is the wheel in the middle of a wheel. Come on, he is the rose of Sharon. He is the light in darkness. He is the healer. He is the redeemer. Come on and give him honor and praise today because he deserves it. And we worship him. For you've been so good. You've been so good. Been so good to me. Come on, father say it. Lord, you're good. You are good. Come on, you've been. you've been so good. Lord, you are good. You are good. You've been better. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. Come on, I owe you my I life couldn't raise you enough, even if Can't I, try, come on, come on, so good, so good to, me. to me, oh, you are good, come on, you've been, you've been so good, Lord, you are good, you are good. you've been better than you've good. Come on, I, owe I owe you my life, can't praise, can't praise you enough, even if, even I, if I, I try just to be so good, so good, to me. Think about everything that He has done for us. so many doors you've opened, so many ways, so many times you've healed me. Come on, has the Lord done it for you? So many doors you've opened, so many ways you've made, so many times you've healed me. You've been better than good to me. So. better than good to me you've been better than good to me you've been better than good to me you've been better come on let's say come on you've been better than good to me you've been better than good to me you've been better than good to me yeah you've been better than good to me Better than good to me. me. You've been better than good to to me. me. Listen, for you've been so good. You've been so good. You've been so good. You've been. The Lord has been good to you. So good you've been. So good to me. Come on. Come on, let your praise reflect how good God has been to you. Come on, let your praise reflect how good God has been to you. So many doors you've opened. Has he opened up some doors for you? So many ways you've made. So many times you've healed me. You've been better than good to me. So many doors you've opened, Lord. So many ways you've made. When you think about how he's made a way in the middle of a desert and provided water, so many times you've healed me. You've been better than good to me, yeah. So many doors you've opened, Lord. So many ways you've made. So many times you've healed me. You've been better than good to me so many doors you've opened so many ways you've made so many times come on why? you've been better than good to me
0: so so
2: you've been better than good to me so so You've been better than good to me on the Father. So, so many ways. So many. You've been better than good to me. One more time. So, so many ways. To
3: so many ways.
2: You've been better than good to me. Listen, you've been better than good to me. 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 Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. You've been better than good to me. corporate y'all come on so good make it personal this morning you, you so good you've been? You been so good you been so good listen to me
4: You to stand now in reverence to the Word of God. Turn with me to my favorite book in the Book of Books, the collection of the Psalms. Once again, Psalm 34. Psalm 34. The word of God reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear Him, and delivers Him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Oh, fear the Lord, you His saints. There is no want to those who fear Him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The Lord's word is blessed. I want to talk today for a few minutes about the help of God and the Holy Spirit from this simple subject, the Lord's goodness, part two. Last week, the Lord's Spirit moved in a marvelous, majestic, and magnificent manner as worship was focused on the goodness of the Lord. All week long, I've been meditating on the words of Arthur Pink, referenced from Thomas Manton in his treatise on goodness as an ever-present, eternal, and everlasting attribute of the Lord. Those words that I've been meditating on are as follows. God is originally good, good of himself, which nothing else is. For all creatures are good only by participation and communication from God. He is essentially good not only good, but goodness itself. The creature's, talking about you and I, the creature's good is a superadded quality. In God, it is his essence. He is infinitely good. The creature's good is but a drop, but in God there is an infinite ocean or gathering together of good. He is eternally and immutably good, for he cannot be less than good, as there can be no addition made to him, so no subtraction can be made from him. The Lord is good. For the believer in Jesus Christ that has spent some time in communion, communication, and conversation with the Lord, there is little argument to dissuade or to deter that singular statement of faith, and that is that the Lord is good. Last week, the opportunity was provided in Psalm 34 to observe the goodness of the Lord as it protects those who trust him. As the text suggested, that uh, the Lord protects by delivering you from yourself. Uh, Delivering you from the sometimes unfounded fear and the dreamed up dread of something or someone who cannot harm you because the Lord is with you. Also, we saw the Lord protects by hearing from your heart. David says, this poor man cried out to the Lord, and the Lord heard and saved him from his troubles and created space for escape in the tight spots of life. And as a conclusion to last week's sermon, you were encouraged that the Lord's goodness protects by being present to preserve you the Lord and his angelic hosts, those angelic hosts with sleepless eyes and restless awareness encamp around the Lord's people and delivers them. Oh, what a blessing that the Lord's goodness protects. Even when we cannot see the means and manner of his protection, The unseen host, the unseen power, the unseen protection of the Lord is evident in your life. Thank the Lord for his goodness. David continues in this 34th Psalm showing evidence of the goodness of the Lord. David has established the goodness of Uh, that the goodness of the Lord protects, and he moves further to expound that the goodness of the Lord provides. The goodness of the Lord protects and the goodness of the Lord provides. Now, I know y'all looking forward to the barbecue on tomorrow, but y'all need to wake up real quick. Amen? The goodness of the Lord provides. The Lord's provision is a sub-attribute of his goodness. David's effort to communicate the Lord's provision is of epic proportions. David wants us to hear, first of all, a profession of the Lord's provision requires personal participation. Uh, We hear a profession of the Lord's provision uh, requires personal participation. Participation. Listen to what David says in Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, David has multiple occasions in his life where he can speak with candidness and confidence of the Lord's goodness providing at the very moment and under the very circumstances needed in perfect proportion and perfect punctuality. David can testify that the Lord provided just what was needed, the proportion, and the Lord provided on time perfect punctuality. Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself as I always do, but I know that someone's testimony and witness on today that the Lord has provided. And he's provided not too little and not too much, but just enough. I got a witness in the choir stand. And he provided not too early and not too late, but just in time, on time. Oh yes, and we have to take into account David's invitation in this text. David says in so many words, I can testify, attest, and affirm all day long about the Lord's provision, but David says that is not good enough. You need to personally participate in the Lord's divine goodness to understand how wonderful and wondrous it is and how wonderful and wondrous the Lord is. David says to all who would read, recite, and rehearse this psalm, taste and see. And this is a Bacchus addition to the verse for yourself. That the Lord is good. Yeah, yeah, this has to be personal. You, you have to experience his goodness for yourself. Now, I, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I have a primary barber. His name is Darren Goodman. And I have a backup emergency Barbara Andrew Brookens. Uh, uh, Andrew uh, Drew is my backup emergency have to look presentable for Sunday morning no matter what anyone else says, Barbara. and he has never in case you're watching Drew, you've never failed me yet. Uh, but and he's my backup bar- uh, Barbara not because. He is not good enough to be my primary barber. He just started cutting my head after I was with my primary barber for a while. So if you need a good barber, just go down Lake Street, Drew will hook you up, all right? Uh, 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 But but back to the matter at hand. One of the reasons it takes so long for me to get my hair cut is that my barber, Darren, and I have some common interests. Uh, We have some common interests. Bible, church, sports in general, the Cowboys specifically, and last but not least, food. I just believe, and Darren, if you're watching, I just believe that Darren has eaten at every restaurant in Omaha and Kansas City and all throughout the Midwest. He knows about restaurants in my own hometown of Kansas City that I don't know about. Darren will be telling me about some new restaurant he's tried or an old favorite of his that I've not patronized before. And one of the consistent things he will say to me is this. Rev, you got to try it for yourself. He will admit as good as he can explain and detail the food. It is not the same as trying it for yourself. And that's what David is declaring on the day when he's speaking of the Lord's goodness and his provision. David is saying, I can shout it from the housetops, but you got to try him for yourself. This thing is a personal Oh taste and see for yourself that the Lord is good. And I don't know about you on the day I have personally experienced the Lord's provision. And I don't mind shouting about it because uh, the truth is you cannot brag about it unless you've been blessed by the Lord. You cannot have that kind of spiritual swagger that lets you shout about it unless you've been without and the Lord stepped in and supplied what you needed. Oh, child of God, you cannot dance about it unless you've been down to your last dime at some point in your life and the Lord stepped in and gave you just what you needed. David says this is personal. You have to taste his goodness for yourself. I'm getting ready to get messy y'all so put on your messy shoes. Put on your messy shoes. I want to talk to some of the high school seniors that have celebrated graduation in the last few days who are about to celebrate in the next few days. I I know you've heard your parents' testimony or your grandparents' testimony or your relatives testimonies about the goodness of the Lord and the provision of the Lord well I want to put you on notice and if you're not here your parents will remind you you are likely going to have your own personal testimony about the Lord's provision in just a few months. When you're shocked into the reality that you can't just go downstairs and swing open a fully stocked fridge Purchase with your parents' paycheck at any time of the day or night When you figure out how to make a dollar out of 15 cents Or when you realize that the cafeteria closed at 7 p.m. and now it's 7.05 or, or when you realize and come to grips with the fact that ramen noodles with the correct amount of seasoning is a gourmet meal when your pockets are empty and your stomach is also. Let, listen, in just a few years you will walk across that stage with your college degree in your hand and thanksgiving in your heart and you'll be able to join the saints throughout all the ages and declare "Oh, taste and see for yourself. that The Lord is good. Child of God, I want to remind you he will provide. And you will participate in it personally when times get just tough enough. And the testimony has personal power. It has personal power when you participate in it personally. Uh, because that's when you declare, when I think of the goodness of Jesus. And all he's done for me. My, I said my. I said my soul shouts hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. L- listen, his, his goodness provides when it's personal. You can declare goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And one songwriter wanted to emphasize the personal outlook of a believer's dependence, confidence, and reliance on the Lord's provision when it says this, I love the Lord. He heard my cry." And pitied every groan. Long as I live and trouble rise, I'll hasten to his throne. Listen, it requires personal participation. And listen, when you've been down to your last dime, you can declare that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see. So, David wants us to hear a profession of the Lord's provision requires personal participation. Not only that, he wants us to hear a profession of the Lord's promise promise to prevent privation. P-R-I-V-A-T-I-O-N, privation. Privation is defined in part as the lack of the usual necessities of life. It is deprivation, destitution, indigence, impoverishment. It means not having the very basic provisions to survive. And here in Psalm 34 verse 9, David has the audacity to make a declaration. He he has the confidence to make a promise on behalf of the Lord. Listen to what it says in verse 9. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. Now on last week we saw the same Hebrew word fear in verse 4 of this same psalm. In that verse it conveyed dread or terror. And yet here in verse 9 of the same psalm, it seeks to communicate and convey another aspect of of fear. The enhanced Brown Drivers Briggs Hebrew and English lexicon has additional defini- definitions that apply to this word when it co- it is concerning humanity as creation and the Lord as creator. Here, fear means to stand in awe of, to revere and reverence and to honor. And David is confident enough in the Lord's goodness and the Lord's uh, provision that he professes and proclaims a promise on the Lord's behalf. He says, those who stand in awe of the Lord, those who revere and reverence the Lord, those who honor the Lord, will not want they will not lack now i know there are those who are listening in the sanctuary and the virtual sanctuary who have become uncomfortable at this point in the sermon i want to calm your fears i have not evolved or devolved into a prosperity preacher I, along with David, will not claim that the Lord is going to respond to the destructive, diabolical, depraved, and devilish desire of the heart on every occasion. The Lord is not going to guarantee that if you wish upon a star, all of your wants are going to be fulfilled in five business days, not including weekends and holidays. (laughs) What David has confidence in promising is the Lord will find a way and make a way even out of no way to provide the necessities of your day-to-day existence if you honor and reverence him. David had confidence in this promise so much so that he repeatedly made reference to it in his writings in the Psalms. In Psalm 23, verse 1, he confidently makes this declaration of the Lord's provision. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He reiterates this concept of the Lord's provision in Psalm 37, verses 25 and 26, where he says, I have been young. And now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. David makes a profession of the Lord's promise to prevent privation. Child of God, you may not drive a bend may not live in a massive mansion situated and stationed on the highest hill of the city. Your wardrobe may not have all of the finest designers and gaudy garments they produce. You may not even dine at a five-star restaurant with wine list and a waiting list. Oh, but child of God, the Lord will assure that you have the necessities of life if you fear him, honor him and revere him. I ought to have a witness. And, 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 and herein lies the problem. There are many who get a little mixed up. They get a little off kilter. Because they believe the Lord is supposed to lavish them with the luxuries of life. Because they have champagne and caviar taste. But have a soda pop and potato chip budget and a beer and pork rinds paycheck. You see, what David's trying to get across is that the Lord will provide the necessities of life to prevent privation. But do not necessarily expect all of the niceties of life like the most wealthy person on the block. Family of God, even when Jesus was teaching his disciples after they asked that he teach them how to pray and he instructed them using the model prayer that we often call the Lord's Prayer, he did not instruct them to ask for riches, treasures, and fortunes. Jesus taught them to pray, give us this day our daily bread." He was saying, Lord, provide what is necessary to meet the needs of the moment. I'm not saying that the Lord will not prosper you. I'm not saying that he will not promote you. I'm not saying that he will not pour out his abundant blessings. But I, like David, believe that the Lord can and will prevent privation and destitution. Some of us, again, know about being down to our last dime. And the Lord stepped in right on time. The Lord promises to prevent privation to those who revere him. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm going to get you to brunch just in time. So we see a profession of the Lord's provision requires personal participation. O taste and see that the Lord is good. A profession, we see a profession of the Lord's promise to prevent privation. And lastly, we see a profession of the Lord's paradoxical nature of provision. We see the Lord's paradoxical nature of provision. Provision. A paradox is a statement or proposition that seems self contradictory or absurd, but in reality expresses a possible truth. Paradox characterized by incongruousness, stating a seeming inconsistency, a declaration or assertion that seems enigmatic, ironic, illogical, inexplicable, and incomprehensible. And all of that is what exemplifies and embodies David's profession concerning the Lord's provision in verse 10. It just does not seem to make sense. It is in opposition to what the human mind and its experiences have come to expect. It seems to some degree to defy the laws of of natural and human nature. David's declaration about the nature of the Lord's provision is paradoxical in its nature. Listen to what David professes in the 10th verse of Psalm 34. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Let me read it again. Jason, in case you don't read it when you get home. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Somebody like me needs the third time to understand it. The young lions shall lack and suffer hunger but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing Charles H. Spurgeon the off titled Prince of Preacher says it this way in part in the Treasury of David he says the young lions they are fierce cunning strong in all the vigor of youth and yet They sometimes howl in their ravenous hunger. And even so, crafty, designing, and oppressing men with all of their sagacity and unscrupulousness often come to want. Yet, simple-minded believers who dare not act as the greedy lions of the earth are fed with food convenient for them. To trust God is better policy than the craftiest politician can teach or practice. No really good thing shall be denied to those whose first and main end in life is to seek the Lord. I love this part. Men may call them fools, but the Lord will prove them wise. They shall win where the world's wise acres lose their all, and God shall have the glory of it. David's declaration and Spurgeon's commentary highlight the paradox of how the Lord provides for his people Many of you have observed it in your lives before as it plays out in the lives of those you encounter every day of your life. People use cutthroat tactics, unethical schemes, merciless methods and maneuvers to try to get it all. And in the end, they end up with nothing. And those who seek the Lord find that he provides in spite of the immoral aspirations of others. You have to come to realize the calculus of the Lord operates in a way above and beyond the the computations of mankind. The Lord can set before his people what man cannot give or take away. He can open doors of provision that man cannot close and it does not matter what man says about it. Child of God, when the Lord seeks to provide in your life, when he seeks to pour out his blessings in your life, no one can hinder, hamper, or hold back what the Lord has for you. I'm done, y'all. The new school is in the house. Uh, they would listen to Lecrae and uh, Sister Hickerson Lecrae would say it this way snakes gotta watch them they gonna try to block your blessing keep faith always know God got me no you can't block my blessing he goes on to say they don't want to see me on top. I can't let them block my blessing. Keep hustling. Keep pushing. Don't stop. You can't let them block your blessings. If it rain, my parade don't stop. I Can't let them block my blessings. I just drop the top on the drop. If they gonna watch, Let them watch. Snakes gonna watch. Uh, Snakes you gotta watch. They gonna try to block your blessing. That's what the songwriter says. Uh, But for the old schoolers in the house uh, who profess how the Lord provides when the enemy tries to stop your blessing. Listen, uh, and when uh, you've been through the storms and rains of haters, perpetrators, and impersonators trying to block your blessings, we have the same testimony. We just use a few different words. What God has for me, it is for me. I know without a doubt that I'm done, y'all. The deacons can come on, and that he will bring me out. What God has for me, it is for me. And I just need to know, before I take my seat this Sunday a morning, is there anybody who can testify that what God has for me, it is for me. I know without a doubt he will, he will bring me out. I need to know is there anybody listening today who can declare that God will I said, God will provide. Won't it do it? Lift your hands and declare to the world. God will. I said, God will. God will. The doors of the church open. The invitation is extended. I said, God will. I'm trying to leave it alone. Somebody ought to help me preach this thing and declare that God will, God will take good care of you. Won't he do it? I said, Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Help me preach this thing. Shout, Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Doors of the church are open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even now as you stand. We thank God for his goodness and how he is able, he's able to provide. I ought to have some witnesses that God will provide. Yes, he will provide. We thank God today that He provided what was most needed for each and every one of us, and that is salvation. And He provided it through His only Son on Calvary's cross, who died for our sins in our stead and on our behalf. Outside the walls of Jerusalem on a hill called Calvary, He took nails in His hands. Spike in his feet, a spear in his side, and a crown of thorns on his head. He died for you, and he died for me. But the good news is, is that the story didn't end on Calvary's cross. Early Sunday morning, when they went to the tomb, the Bible lets us know that the stone was rolled away, and angelic beings asked that question: "Why look ye for the living?" among the dead. The same Jesus who died on Calvary is now raised with all power in his hand. And Romans 10 reminds us if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And so we extend the invitation today. If you're here and you've not made your own confession of faith, if you've not trusted Jesus as Lord and Savior, you can come at this moment and give your life to the Lord. We're standing on the Lord's behalf. Why don't you take a step of faith and come forward at this time? Or if you're saved but you're out of fellowship with the local church, you need a family of faith. Take a step of faith and become a part of the family of faith here at the Salem Baptist Church. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? even as the choir continues, we stand on the Lord's behalf. Why don't you make a step of faith on today? Don't wait another day. Don't wait another week. Why don't you come today? as you stand, let us receive our benediction. Lord, we thank you for your word on today, for the reminder that you are good, that you protect us, that you provide for us. Even when we cannot predict it, God, you come just in time. And Lord, even as we face a new week, we pray that you would allow that reminder to stay with us. Stand in our hearts in the days to come. And now to him who's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise God be glory, dominion, and power both now and forever. And the people of God said together, "Amen, Amen, Amen, and Amen. And we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead.